Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Non-Essential Workers Podcast, left-wing politics podcast on media and comedy and other and things movie. that can let us forget about the present. How you doing, James? I'm Alex. I am loaded and ready to ready to blow. I am strapped in in here. Probably know that at this point if you're at this number episode. Let's go. Let's blast off. All right, we are going to begin. It's Jason's week. What, what do you got? You know, begin with a news source I do not often use, and I think it'll become quite clear why momentarily. Yeah. This is from Reason.com. And I was like, what's what's this website? And then so the little tag under it is Free Minds and Free Markets. Yeah. Oh, so this is from Reason. DOJ and FBI will investigate companies for, quote, illicit profits. And here's the subtitle. Elizabeth Warren's bizarre theories about corporate greed driving inflation have made their way into federal law enforcement, it seems. What? Bizarre? Apparently it's a wonky conspiracy theory that corporations are bad. Elizabeth Warren, lifetime Republican, clearly despises corporations. Yeah, but even though she's a Republican, everyone knows her as like the crank who's like shouting at the banks and shouting at the... I'm just saying she's been Democrat for like five minutes when it was tactically convenient and now everyone's acting like she's Lenin. All right, sure. So let's let's give them the insane fantasy premise that Elizabeth Warren is a genuine leftist. What's their counter argument? No, you. No, the profit. There's no such thing as illicit profits. That's their argument. I mean, uh, sure. Their capitalism are illegal. I mean, they're correct to say that capitalism is foundationally evil. So there's not really a difference between good evil and bad right, evil they, within that. I guess that's a valid argument. When I, when I first saw this headline, I was like, oh, like all corporations. And then I realized, oh, wait, the, the Marcus did not write this. Let's see what they have to say. So let's see what you have to say about them having stuff to say. You get the sense that illicit profits is meant to be farcical. Yeah. Like, they don't understand quote, the concept quote, quote. of illicit profits. Right. They're treating it like, you know, when Dr. Evil does the quotes, like right. laser beams. Oh, these illicit profits from this wacky bit. The Alan Parsons project. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because to them, it's like if you sell slaves, that was a valid business transaction. Because like when a libertarian, like a right wing libertarian in the American sense, doesn't view the concept of like legality having any yeah. bearing on transactions. Apparently, Calvin Candy writes for Reason.com. Calvin Candy, Candy Coors. Now, right. Django, um, it appears this is the. No one Django. knows who that is. It's like even if they've seen Django, yes, they so have. Everyone's seen Django. Django. Yeah, but Django I saw it. I didn't know who that was. I no reminded you what you're talking about. Um, oh, there we are. Leonardo DiCaprio's character from Django Unchained, the slave owner his name was kevin candy that's Calvin what i'm saying candy. no one knows that even whatever, though we've seen it move on. <laughs> all right i it also yeah it sounds like they're not, they're not even attack, attacking like grievous human rights violations inherent to manufacturing processes and and labor supply it sounds like they're they're tackling a part which i wouldn't even say is is illicit it's immoral but raising prices under the cover of inflation like yeah that's fucking horrible but that's not. Is that even a, something that can be? That's literally like that? standard practice from a different business. Apparently, the FBI thinks some of these are in fact financial crimes, and they're investigating this. Jesus, was the FBI Marxist too? Oh, don't worry, we're talking about the FBI more soon. In fact, maybe I'll jump to that next. They have a little red book, and it's of all the communists they've killed. Well, look, um, the, the reality is, there are financial crimes that you are capable of doing in America and being charged with. 
Um, like it has, it has happened. And I often just get little people doing business schemes, but well, yeah, but it's also usually like crimes against the rich. It's right, like yeah. embezzling money from other rich people, and they're angry, so they get the state to get you. Right, you you got too rich off this by extorting other rich people. Yeah, the, the made off the crime. rich can't be your victim unless you know you're richer. Right, but I, I like the disdain the writer of this article has, not just for like anyone who says you know capitalism like not the greatest thing ever, but also like that the cops and the, and not just cops, but like the top cops. DOJ, the Department of Justice, and the FBI are somehow like being duped into leftism and not just like executing warrants on laws that already exist. And you know, you know the state whose sole purpose is to ensure that the rich remain rich and that the poor don't devour them alive for being what they are? The, that is the people who are leftists. They're being duped. <laughs> Once again, like if we didn't have the structures of a state, then there would be no means of enforcing private property. So the entire premise of, oh, the state is like a dupe of the left is laughable by definition. The, the purpose of a modern capitalist state is just to maintain capital, which right. means to main, make sure that the rich people can continue to do the corruption and exploitation that they do under the guise of legitimacy and law. Because if there was no legitimacy or law and it was just like literally watching them treat other people like slaves, there wouldn't be any prevention of something like a revolt, you know, a revolt or revolution or, or a uprising against them it would just be the natural logical response to being exploited but because we put it in the framework of a law, legal system that says like oh this is how it's supposed to work then they're able to get away scot-free with just like yes there's a reason why i have billions of dollars as one person well like well, i don't know what the fuck they're complaining about like let's even say this was true right let's even say that some small percentage of the time the government actually did some like basic humanitarian function of preventing the most extreme version of corruption or crime within a capitalist order. It's like, that would be a tiny price to pay for them. That would be an enormously small price to pay for being able to be like the exploiters in chief for the entire universe. Forget over yourselves. Deal with it. Well, we're yeah. going to continue with the FBI. I, I think Aiden might have oh, something. Go ahead, in. Ignore that next headline. I don't want to get in trouble with the FBI by stepping on them. Um, yeah, yeah I, I was just gonna, going to say that it is, I think, um, it, it, it's just a, I, an amusing kind of ex example of trying to make a, a like, like how resistant, um, well-funded, uh, corporate-funded media establishments are to even like the smallish, smallest pushback. Because I have no doubt that one, Elizabeth Warren's quote-unquote bizarre theories are extremely mild, and two, that they will... Like, amount to nothing as most of what she's tried to do over the last few years that have made her like a a beacon quote unquote leftist democrat um have have rendered results so oh, man, it's perfect it's just it's it's a it, it, it's just a jobs program you, at this point you are merging our next two fox business articles into one actually oh no i'm on the fox wavelength That's so I, I will i will link them both both from fox business FBI forming crypto enforcement team. And also, to your note about Elizabeth Warren being like seen as a lefty, also from Fox Business, Pelosi ripped as, quote, big government socialist. And she's ripped? Jesus. She's been hitting that gym? <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're obviously they're saying, well, someone is ripping her. Someone is shipping her at a you know, committee meeting. Yeah, she, she oh. points to her bank account and goes, look at these gains. Right. <laughs> right. They're trying to say, 
I was like here at Fox Business are not trying to pantser and say you're a big socialist even though you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. No, uh, someone else with credibility is saying that. That bitch is ripped. Someone else got it real good. So I thought Crypt- that F- so crypto enforcement team, huh? Didn't we literally have a joke a few many episodes back about what are, we, what are they going to try and get the FBI to help them get their NFTs and Bitcoins back? No, this, is, this is to get us for copyright for Horny Goofy. That's that's what no, it's going to be. After us, Alex. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not yet. Um, yeah. So this is well, what other dumb bullshit is happening? They're, so they're going to protect crypto now, even though the whole point is it's supposed to be immune from government intervention. Uh, here's, here's the subtitle: The Specialized Unit, which once again is going to be made of like cyber ninjas and fat dudes. It, uh, the specialized unit is focused on quote virtual asset exploitation. You've co- you've copy pasted one too many times. You have a right clicker mentality. Five to ten. Is this gun loaded with pasta or bullets? <laughs> I, I picture like a Mark Wahlberg, um, like Jenny McCarthy or whatever her name is, uh, like combo movie where he there's like the preppy right wing like like went to Princeton no, FBI is- guy who thinks that he's like this he's doing important work and then he has to work with like the social media manager woman to like go after all the crypto crimes no this is the next Ke- uh, Kevin Hart and the Rock movie where they're like F- crypto FBI agents I'm just imagining episodes of, of 24 rewritten instead of some terrifying Muslim man now it's now it's give us and torturing people for some dude like eating doritos and yeah because they a digital monkey just like stabbing a knife into the thigh of someone like where are they this is for america (laughs) you son of a bitch we've got 24 hours till the stock market drops another 50 percent on these things value until matt damon loses more credibility for doing crypto commercials oh god all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna finish up with Fox Business, but then we do have a Bitcoin callback, so we're gonna get there. In a, in a oh, come on. This from Fox Business: Amazon suspends Black Lives Matter from charity program as controversy swirls around group's finances. So this has nothing to do with the part where they're trying to like backbreak their union over this. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> it's it's because the problem is BLM. It's because that chick who did an interview that we did an episode on, because uh, their finances are the problem, not Amazon's finances. No, no, they would never. Yeah, Amazon is going to lecture them on how to use money. Quote, embattled BLM Global Network Foundation faces questions about financial transparency. Ooh, spooky. We can't donate to them anymore. Well, black lives uh, actually only matter so long as the money is spent well. Yeah. And, and, and oh, by the way, every other charity in the world, especially the ones Amazon donates to, they all have the most transparent uh, books ever, right? Yeah, they don't keep an average of like 80% of it for internal spending. Yeah, Amazon, which, which does not care to even regulate its own marketplace, certainly it certainly has, has its priorities straight. And oh, God, you no, want to hear something fucked? No, Do you know the horrible really. box, the Amazon box, the smile on it with the arrow? Sure. The name of their charity wing is called amazon smile yes I, I did, it's I like did smiles that. entertainment is that an east coast thing it smiles entertainment yeah, e- equal, equally bankrupt <laughs> um yeah, but, but that had like the who's that Chuck E. cheese it had like the good like the rat coins they were they were the real inventors yeah. of, of cryptocurrency yeah you could buy like a 
ice cream cone if you had like a billion of them. <laughs> a thousand tickets for like a, a, a churro or something. You know what makes me really angry about this Amazon thing? It's it's how petty it is. It's like someone who's like, it can't just be like we're breaking up. They're like, we're breaking up because your ass is fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, like they're being petty. It's like, stop. Like if you're going to stop funding Black Lives Matter because you're horrible content, it was always a PR move. They'll just be like, all right, we're done. Why would you have to also be like, oh, maybe it's your, it's for financial reasons. It's, it's not me. It's you. Fuck you. Like, just stop doing it then. You do, you, you really going to be a prima donna about this? You fucking piece of shit. You're Amazon. Well, it's not prima donna. It's way worse. You run like slave death camps. What the fuck high ground do they think they have? They are digging in so hard. This is, in fact, you know what? I'm just going to go there. You've hit the daily double. This from Huffington Post. We've got to talk about Kanye. I guess we do. And now, one, can any of you guess what the possible connection is if, if you've been following Kanye news? Well, who's we? Like, the American people? What, what do you think is going through my brain that I'm drawing connections between these two articles? It's a dangerous territory. What <laughs> concoction of slurry of drugs? You wouldn't last three rounds with my brain. Because I promise there is a connection. Uh, last thing I heard about Kanye was he was like uh, threatening to beat up Pete Davidson or something or something. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I might have to just read this one. Yeah, for hooking up with his ex-wife, which is apparently still his wife. I gotta read this one because it's fucked. Uh, so the subtitle is Kanye won't leave his estranged wife and her new boyfriend alone, and it's disturbing. Uh, there's a couple choice quotes I really want to get to. <laughs> you mean his bipolar meltdown where he tried to run for president as like a fascist? Didn't no, tip was... anyone off that he was having some trouble? Um, that he's not maybe stable? I, you know, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but I strongly recommend people go read this. I know this sounds like celebrity gossip bullshit, but I actually promise it's not. It's This is a quite good article. I just want to pull some choice quotes. So what we were talking about with Amazon where we're just they, transitioning to a little deep diver? Yeah, you know, yeah. Sure. Um Here's a link if people want to read it. But um basically the, the connection here is that Amazon, we talked about this, um, basically are borrowing their workers from like having BLM flags or stickers or icons on them. And so it's, that wasn't enough of a First Amendment violation. Now they're like We'll not just punish our individual workers who we feel, you know, are doing bad things. We'll now punish the organization itself. We'll stop donating to them as a charity. We'll stop even pretending to treat them as a charity. We're, we're going to pretend that the problem is them with their finances all not in order, even though we're like, as you, Alex says, like the richest and the most corrupt company in the world, uh, maybe next to like Apple and Google. But the, the reason this is like Kanye is because Kanye West uh, is divorced from his wife, Kim, uh, Kim Kardashian. Now, once again, neither of them are particularly what I feel are talented. I mean, Kanye West can make good music. He's capable, but not for a long time. And But he's he's amassed a gigantic social media following. And I'm analogizing the social media following here to, like, the wealth that Amazon is throwing or not throwing here at the charity. Kanye West keeps telling his millions of fans to, like, call Pete Davidson Skeet Davidson and, like, shit on him and tell him he's an asshole and tell him he's breaking up a family and he's a homewrecker. And that, like, he's really fucked up. And he's being insanely abusive and toxic. Even, you know, towards someone, another woman who I have no respect for, but is still a human, you know, with dignity and rights. Um, it's really great. Uh, he had a really good singer in there where he calls Pete Davidson Skeet along with other names such as That Dickhead and Hillary Clinton's ex-boyfriend, 
which I think is an especially powerful thing. Is it? What? What is? Is there any relevance saying that? I think he might have made a joke about Chelsea Clinton once or something, but and like uh, Kanye's writing that because he's a psycho right winger. Um, but there's right. some other shit like he keeps saying like God will bring our family back together, and he and he keeps publishing out tweets or uh, he keeps publishing texts between him and Kim Kardashian, and she's like, "Can you please stop?" revealing our private conversations and he's like no but i'm your number one fan and i have to show the world how much i love you like he's out of his mind and he can't handle the rejection he can't handle the divorce he can't handle the restraining order that's being put on him like he's just he's totally losing control and he has a gigantic platform to do something about it wasn't he convinced his wife was like trying to murder him two years ago yeah he's insane he does not take his medicine for his um bipolar disorder he doesn't seek therapy he just prays to god and like does crazy shit and buys houses in front of his ex now it's a wild story but the, the article really does a good job what i feel is like ba basically doing the shame wag towards people who are gawking and like covering this and not covering this in particular but like getting the next juicy scoop on kanye's like life falling apart and kind of fueling the fire and adding kerosene on top of it it's it's a it's great i recommend people read it so quick, why, quick. why are we why are we covering it? I guess is the question. Because it's it's about American society. It's about Instagram culture. It's about tech tech and and media's influence on real people and their lives, and how it tears people apart. And it it creates the space for for basically all that's bad about humanity coming out at mass. It like directly could lead to violence. Like so, it, I think this is a valuable media story. You know, we're often talking about the intersection of politics and media and celebrity and how, you know, I mean, or you just made a joke about like Matt Damon's ad about like be bold, be bold, invest in my crypto scheme. Like celebrities are in this political bed that they've made for themselves. And so it makes sense for us to cover these kinds of things. And it's and it's an it's an abusive one way relationship as akin to Amazon and their their treatment of BLM. Unfortunately, I think the Amazon thing is a cold and entirely rational, calculated decision made by soulless bureaucrats trying to maintain a, a profit motive. Whereas this is a mentally know. ill person. <laughs> yeah, but but there, it's not totally soulless and bureaucratic. As you say, it's petty and it's salty. It's like not only are we banning you from having freedom of expression and suing like the the government on our on that behalf, we're then like like you know kicking the the couch equipped like the fuck your couch by like not even donating them as a charity like not even treating them as a charity anymore treating them as like financial fraudsters it's weird well when i say soulless i mean they don't actually give a shit about whether black lives matter has financial transparency it's purely distraction so that they can get away with further distancing themselves from something that they already want to distance themselves right. from for completely unrelated reasons of controlling their workforce. So whereas that was like a rational but evil Machiavellian heat, you know, flares to stop a missile coming at them, Kanye West is insane. Like he's losing his mind publicly and he's been doing so for years. Yeah. So his is like a case study of how you don't even need to be rational to have a seriously detrimental effect right. on public discourse. Toxicity transcends rationality. They're, they're the most cold-hearted capitalists do it, and people are losing their mind to do it. 
I mean, this dude was posting stuff that was tantamount to, I sure hope no one kills Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. Like, really? And then he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'll handle it myself. And he and he shows someone in like the camel clutch. You know, he showed a clip from a Zonder movie where he him as the one character is beating up another character. He's just doing Trump shit. Yeah, but this is the kind of Trump shit that got him like banned from social media because it was inciting violence. Is this the equivalent of like what's the Palin thing where she was putting like targets on different presidents on social media? Like at a certain point, you're just saying, "I I hope someone murders people," and that's not really workable in any kind of environment in which something like. incitement of violence speech is is not permitted which is almost every country i i don't know like i don't know what there is to say about kanye that i haven't already basically believed for 15 years which is that to whatever degree he was once like effectively creative individual he's always been a gigantic egocentric piece of shit yeah and now it's just breaking apart because he's also insane but to your point like that braggadociousness is 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 an underlying current of hip-hop in an attempt to like rise up you know if you, if you listen to kendrick lamar's music it's like i know i'm the best but i've you know been from the projects in compton I'm, I'm trying to rise above that and do something for my people and for kanye it was never really about his people it was about it's him. amazing how many people are the best in hip-hop yeah <laughs> they have more bests than almost any other industry it's like football where everyone's calling everyone the goat like you don't understand what goat there's means. like 35 goats in hip-hop hundreds of goats i'm just saying you run a goat farm it's like fucking Goat Simulator over there. Oh, shit. They should make a record label called, like, Goat Farm. And they get all the best rappers. I mean, no disrespect. The MGM, there are definitely better and worse rappers and hip-hop artists. I'm not saying that there's definitely not a range there. But having, like, big dick energy by just saying it's big doesn't work. Just saying, like, I'm the best, therefore I'm the best. Like, Okay. Cool. Everyone says that means nothing. It's just part of this ridiculous, like bragging culture of the entire subgenre. And this is a good reason not to do it because when you inevitably get old and insane, it becomes transparently obvious. You are not in fact the best. All right. Well, speaking of the inability to tell difference between the, the, those officially good at, you know, good at something and those who are not as a rough transition. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> understand it. <laughs> yeah. Good. This, <laughs> this from ABC. Tennessee bill would designate some gun owners as law enforcement. Discuss. Tennessee bills at it again. I mean, how much worse than the cops can they really be? <laughs> Tennessee bill gambles that the average civilian will kill fewer. Ooh, now that's interesting because you've picked up on the, the two different currents going throughout this. So a big police union came out against this thing. Like you don't understand. You can't just have people <laughs> with an extended, you know, firearms license with only eight hours of training, be considered law enforcement. We put our law enforcement through so much training. It's like, but, but cops suck shit at yeah, their jobs. This is essentially an antitrust bill on the monopoly of violence that the state has. This is just re- reactionaries yelling at each other. So here's what's really Because it's the Tennessee bill, it should say, Tennessee bill would designate some white Republican gun owners as law enforcement. Because they're uh, not going to give it to fucking black people. No, they're no, not going to give it to Hispanics. Sorry. Well, here's... here's the guy who wrote it's an idiot, but it's only a hundred dollar fee to get this extended gun um license. So that's a pretty low barrier to entry. But the actual reason it was made is just so that people can have like people can open and conceal carry in more places. So, so it, they still have courts and schools as places you can't bring a gun. But like they still allow you to open carry in a supermarket and pretend you're a cop. Actually, much worse than that. 
Did you know that in every state in the United States, there are more severe felonious penalties for doing things to law enforcement than to anyone else? So if you like, you know, get into a bar brawl with law enforcement, you can get penalized much more severely in court than if it was just a random Oh, no, Alex, you you misunderstand. No, this already takes care of itself, because if you get in a fight with this new Tennessee law enforcement guy, he'll just shoot you. I'm just saying there are there are insane laws meant to make being a cop even more of a cushy protective position than it already is. And this is kind of a way of saying like pay a hundred dollars and you too are a higher class of citizen. Yes. Who's armed to the teeth? I mean they're just they're just going for it. They're they're they've not only managed to create a bizarre regressive tax on it, but they've created a second they've created first and second class citizenship based upon the degree to which you will be both armed and protected under the law. We're, we're becoming like Sparta, where there's like a helot class and then a warrior class. Yeah. And the only real difference is that one of them like has the resources to join well, it. Well, to your point there, one, you know this eight-hour training course to get this enhanced permit? If you're a former like mid, uh, like private security or veteran, you don't have to do that anyway. Yeah, so why, would, why would you need to prove you're competent? <laughs> right. Uh, Aiden, what do you think? I think that this seems bad. <laughs> strong, what a strong... Uh, you come down hard on this one. Disagree! Damn it. Oh, go ahead. I hate when we get to arguments. Um, yeah, I... I uh, it is, do you know if it's passed or just proposed at this point? Oh, like, no. It only is one... It's only introduced by one dude and has one co-sponsor. Okay. And even the guy who introduces like, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't about turning them into cops. It's about expanding where you can defend yourself. <laughs> yeah i don't because you, you know what the hardest thing it is to be in america a, a man <laughs> with a gun defending yourself i i don't think i think it's unlikely it will pass at least as broadly as it sounds like it's currently framed but it is it's a, a very good indication of where right-wing culture is at and has been at for a long time it's just like every person who grew up every boomer who grew up on like um die hard movies and 80s action movies has reached their midlife crisis now and it's like i need i haven't gotten into a situation right. yet where i've been able to kill a bunch of terrorists at a movie theater i need to make it happen they've all been steven seagalified they're yeah. all in their scooters they're all you know barely pulling the gun up to their the bore to their eye to even see but they're like this is this is my, this is it this is my hero's journey i've been called and so there's a couple other stats i want to bring up that i think are fascinating now before before we get into like the thousand ways this is bad yeah let's consider one in which it's good Mm-hmm. which is we all become cops and then you can't have police brutality because we're all cops yeah, but here, so here's the problem Hard cops. one the cop unit guy right. was like yeah that's a problem it's called we're gonna go back to the wild west and that was not good but two the guy who introduced it is like oh no you don't understand you're still gonna have liability if you use your gun and it's like well one if that's true we're just gonna start killing each other and going to jail but if that's not true then everyone is going to get like protected immunity that cops get when they kill someone, which is just night. Both of those are nightmare fuel. Well, if it's not true, then what the fuck is it doing? Allowing you to defend to defend yourself in more places in Tennessee. Well, you can already do that if you're willing to then go to jail. Like, what's it changing? It's giving you a a, a permit to have a deadly keychain in more places. Let me see if I can find the article where they said um, it expands access that you can like hold have a gun. You're permitted to believe you can get away with more crimes than then not get away with right. them. Right. It, it's a psychological what? bill. It's it's making you feel more comfortable about how you can defend yourself. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's decriminalizing the fear of going to jail for murder. 
which ironically is like the only thing they actually think is good because that's their argument about using brutal, uh, you know, punitive justice is to convince people to not do crime so they don't yeah. go to jail. Tennessee self-defense code is the most cop speak thing I've ever read. I want to read it verbatim. Do you? Yeah. Quote, a person who is not engaged in unlawful activity and is in a place where the person has a right to be has no duty to retreat before threatening or using force against another person when and to the degree the person reasonably believes the force is immediately necessary to protect against the other's use or attempted use of unlawful force. That's not so much cops speak as lawyers speak. That's their definition of of self-defense. That is very, very lawyer talk If you're in a place where you're allowed to be and you think the guy who you don't like might use unlawful force. You can blow him away. If you have untapped your mana but not yet played in the instance, <laughs> you can, like it's it's all about rules lawyering. And uh, there's another quote from the, the the some other guy. He's like, I find I would find it difficult for law enforcement to distinguish between a civilian with an enhanced gun permit and a perpetrator or person they would they want to subdue. So it's just going to lead to more people shooting each other, especially shooting cops. Because everyone's going to be confused about who's a good guy with a gun or a bad guy with a gun. No one. The answer is no one is. Um, you, you've made me much happier. This is just one person, so we can move on. Because apparently it's not going to happen. Yeah, but here's the thing. It gives the germination, the seed, the idea. It's like in, uh, uh, we just have to spread the idea in the dream, and then they'll make it real. Like Other counties and other towns and other cities and, and states will try this shit if this works or even like half works. Or what's the thing you can, you can stop me, but an idea is immortal or whatever. Yeah. What's, what's the thing in, in is inception when he's like, we got to put the idea in the idiot's brain and Killian Murphy's brains. So he does the thing. Uh, I don't remember uh, that movie. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the, the very, obviously the, the darker aspect of, of this is that, yes, it, it's like a extremely clumsy, stupid attempt to, to legislate the formation of like a brown shirt type movement or something like that a secondary uh explicitly right-wing or fascist armed militia but then again yeah as we've seen the cops don't like that unless it's done in a way in which they're subordinate to their power as well so well yeah yeah the cops are against us because it will it'll in some ways undermine their authority they really have to make those pieces fit which it wouldn't be that hard but luckily they haven't landed on it yet all right folks it's time we are going inside business it's time for three articles from Business Insider. One about guns and the other two about Kit January 6th. Oh, you, so, this is going to be rough. <laughs> this is kind of related. So this is why I felt it was neat and necessary to talk. From Business Insider, nearly half of bald and golden eagles in the U.S. have chronic lead poisoning, most likely from bullet fragments. Christ. And then it's a really great piece of art of this very sad eagle. Oh, he's so sad. That is the most America in self-reflection <laughs> right, possible it's art. such a fucking dinosaur, man. That's, that's great. We gotta that, that is the art for like anything having to do with America. Right. You just put a big, put a big American hat on him and we're good. Just yeah. a huge, miserable, self-reflecting eagle. A thumbnail is just him facing Kanye above him. Look how fucking big his tatlins are, man. Yeah, oh my god. They're like cartoon. They're like clown shoes. Big birds of prey. Alright, so thoughts about these birds getting shot? 
have to put Kanye's face over. We have to talk about Kevin. Oh, right, because Kanye is also doing the shake my head, like putting his hand in his palm. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Well, so them back to back, yeah, them back to back or face to face is definitely the art. And we can have the SEC guy in the middle trying to explain it. All right, we'll deal with the art later. No, I don't want to look at that guy ever. (laughs) So thoughts about all these birds that are supposed to be like the American slash fascist icon of our country, and they're all they're all getting like sprayed on the block with 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 secondhand bullets. So what the fuck is happening? Why are they getting bullets? Because Americans during hunting season shoot so much elk and deer and like varmints that when the eagle is trying to eat or just nearby, they're getting lead poisoning. Because they're very they're not that big compared to us. Nearby ambient lead. Humans are getting lead poisoning from shooting too much. So of course the eagles are gonna get it. Are you telling me we're shooting their chosen prey? All of it. We're shooting near them. We're shooting at them sometimes. We're shooting the animals they go after. We're just shooting in the woods because we're like, I have a YouTube channel. Like, because the gun's everywhere. It's so accurate that like the, the bald eagle, the representative of America, are dying from lead poisoning. Yeah. So fucking poetic. I don't know what golden eagles look like. What do they look like? I'll find it on the image. Pretty sure they're just like this, but all brown. Uh, yeah. They're a little less, like, simplistic looking and graceful. They've got kind of patterns in them. And uh... All right. Let me find them. I mean, it, it is very fitting that, that for this to be true, one, it has to be an entirely wasteful, wanton type of hunting where they don't even bother to pick up their prey, uh, the hunters, or they're not well-trained enough with firearms to even hit them and, and to kill them in the first place. So Right. It's, it's not cool. just that. Merely shooting a gun shoots out tons of carbon and gases and propellant and lead. Like just shooting a gun, even if you're the even if you're the dude from Wanted, you're the most precise marksman in the world, you're still putting lead into the air. And that can get aerosolized and get taken in by the environment. Guns I, are I, bad for health, even if you don't hit anyone. I somehow doubt that though that they're hot boxing the eagle the eagles with, with gun fumes. But I do, I do get your point. I mean, yeah, yeah, guns are, are are deadly in a number of ways, and and basically all completely made of of um, artificial. They're all carcinogenic material. cancerous material, yeah. And people want their fucking depleted uranium rounds too. Yeah, well, you're gonna get more of that. So, where do where do like Chud stand on the symbol of America dying to the Second Amendment? Like, I mean, how probably- how are they gonna reconcile this? They'll probably somehow it's Biden's fault, one, but two, like if the eagle dies from lead poisoning, they were a pussy bitch who didn't really represent America anyway. They have to toughen up. But they don't believe in evolution. So how are they going to evolve to survive this? Let me get my joke out. The eagle has to have a stiff upper beak. Oh God! There it is. No, it's not about evolution. It's about eugenics. Yeah. Also, Alex, what are you talking about? Evolution is not real to these people. That's what I just said. (laughs) Oh, I missed it. I was saying, like, the idea, if they were, like, social Darwinist eugenicists, they, like, actual Nazis, they'd just be like, well, we'll evolve a race of super eagles that can survive lead poisoning. But these are, like, idiotic American versions who are, like, Jesus made uh, eagles. God and Jesus and the Holy Ghost have a plan for that eagle. I guess. It's mysterious in its ways, but, you know, bald eagles all go to American heaven. Yeah, they're fine, they're fine yeah, with I'd... natural selection, as long as it's short-term and not turned into any kind of you know, scary theory or heretical spell. 
We need to find a new way of shooting animals that doesn't involve lead, apparently. Back to slingshots. So apparently using copper bullets is better. So they have in the article like the difference between copper and lead bullets. Listen, but, if you if you need to shoot eagle, here's a but it's your god given right to shoot the lead bullets. So like, it's not gonna stop. You can't you can't convince like, oh no, they're killing the eagles. Oh no, aren't the eagles protected? Like, I assume this isn't directly shooting them. I mean, you know, someone's out there shooting eagles, but the majority probably not. As I said, it's from the environment. It's from shooting the animals that the eagle might eat. It's from being the eagles being nearby when the guns are going off, and it's getting into the air. Like that lead, actually lead, is a pretty shocking difference between copper and lead, huh? Like lead poisoning isn't one to one. Like you ingested the lead, you now die. You just being near it for extended periods of time, it will seep into your blood and poison you. Yeah. Well, uh, except for some where they've done X-rays on eagles and there's actual fragments in their body. Yeah, that sounds like they got shot. At, to be honest with you, I mean, I don't know. You you have a shotgun. You're using birdshot. Sometimes it's hard to tell whether it's a sparrow or an eagle, and you just blast. What's the problem? <laughs> or Dick Cheney's hunting partner. Yeah. Right. Are you? If it's a pheasant or a bald eagle. Who knows? All right. Well, horrible. Move on to the much brighter subject of January. All right. On to, on to people who can't be redeemed. Uh, these are two articles. Let me see when they were both written. This from February 17th. And <laughs> this from February 16th. Literally one day apart. It's like they're doing a mini series on January 6th, Chuds. Uh, all right. What are these called? These both from Business Insider. A Texas lawyer says he had hit rock bottom after losing his fiance, friends, and job because of his participation during the Capitol riot, but has no regrets. Well, those are contradictions in terms. <laughs> and, and then the other, Capitol rioter who said he is working as a pizza delivery driver after losing his insurance job is sentenced to probation. So Business Insider, after talking about like eagles getting shot, Says, you know, you know what's the most important thing? You know what we should be covering in the start of this year where, like, war with Russia is looming, like, financial crises are happening, COVID's still raging, inflation's problematic, like, giant megacorps and tech corps are doing evil shit. You know what's really important to cover? The losers from last year. How are they doing 12, 13 months out? So what do you guys I'm, think about these lawyers? And I'm, happy to, I'm happy to hear that they're doing badly. Um... But uh, twist the first guy's actually not doing badly. That's true. I, I, I he started a new legal business, he started a new law firm defending people from January 6th. And he's like, doing wait, doing I mean, wait. he still lost his fiance and friends, yeah. But fuck them, they weren't they're not down for the cause, Alex. They're not down to clown. He had no regrets, it just thinned out his, his they were they were lib fucking cucks or whatever. Look, he has no regrets, but he almost killed himself because he hit rock bottom. <laughs> but there weren't any regrets involved, none. Yeah, feeling feeling bad and feeling regret is is a sure sign that you're a weak man. It, yeah, I mean, it's just. It, By the way, the other guy the, who's now a pizza worker was an insurance. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned that, which that makes sense. That makes sense why someone like that would be optimally primed to do other kind of uh, unethical work, such as overthrowing the government. Um, so was delivering pizza what he was required to do as part of his probation? No, I think that's all he can get hired for now, and he also has to pay restitution. Yeah, it was a joke. But oh, I missed it. Also, the funny thing is that all the images they use from him is just making like thumbs up faces as he's going around the Capitol. Which guy? Uh, uh the insurance guy. I don't know if he actually, right. he probably did some horrible shit. But all the art they chose, like here's me next to Lincoln, 
here's me at the cap. Like, <laughs> just a sightseeing. Yeah. Using, oh, I just using... happen to be visiting DC. So this is a question I actually had for you guys. Were you guys as shocked as I was in all the in the wake of January 6th? How many of the people it turned out were like lawyers, business people, insurance brokers, financial advisors, like almost everyone who attended January 6th are rich assholes from the rest of the country where uh, living is a little bit cheaper. And they all fucking took chartered planes and private bullshit, and private limousines to DC. Like it's so many rich people who have been bought into Trumpism. Yeah, why would that be surprising at all? Just because I thought it would be not quite as many. It turns out it's like almost all of them. Yeah, because the average income of a Trump person was higher than the fucking Hillary people. I just and find Hillary was astounding. specifically a plutocrat. I just find that astounding because to me, Trump appealed to like people who will never have a dime in their life and just could in like they could just in their brain like pretend I'm like Trump. Yeah, I'm, I'm all the moneyed Republicans just kept fighting like normal Republicans. Unfortunately, no, that's actually a, a misconception. He was one of the most popular republicans of all time with their classic base yeah i just of rich psychos no, i understand that's true i just can't square it in my head yeah because he's so personally repugnant you'd think that he attracts like the the lowest of the low but actually no he... like like most trolls all the internet trump fans are all poor but like the real life trump fans are all rich assholes it's, it's bizarre well, it's because on the internet, everyone's poor because it mostly plays to the average common denominator, which for the vast majority of people is poor. And that's but most people, it, right. The true diehards are almost always the people who stand the most to gain from something. Yeah, and, and upper, that's upper rich class people. And, and well-off people are the ones who have the gall to think that they wouldn't suffer consequences. I, I, I don't know. I, to me, this, is, this event felt very much like when the English lords came together to overthrow the king. Like, they, they view this like a chance to just make other elites powerful. You know what I mean? Did you just analogize January 6th to the signing of the Magna Carta? Yeah, kind of. But, like, <laughs> bad. I mean, Magna Carta's not great. But the Magna Carta's evil twin. But, but it's like the mirror image. It's like, it's I was like just saying, image. that's the most, like, complimentary thing you could possibly have done for these. But, these but I mean, it's like, the, it's, like the, it's like the goofy mirror, like, bizarro horror hallway mirror image of it. Where yeah. it's a bunch of elites coming together saying, no, we're the ones who deserve to own this representative system not like a singular elite and the way the way in their broken brains they viewed the uh you know passing of the election as legitimate is that biden was like the new king and they're trying to depose him before he could even become king i'm not saying it's an actual analogy i'm saying that's to me like what they would think i'm just saying by they that level of analogy the like by that level of analogy every time we record a podcast is like the tennis court oath or something. yeah exactly like, we're, we're really giving it a lot more historical prestige than it owes. I've been saying that since the beginning. That's my job. Yeah. All right. So, how do you feel about the Texas lawyer who has now started a spinoff business, like a post-canceled business, where he defends people accused of shit like this, and he's, his business is booming? I mean, someone's got to rob these chuds, and he loves it. Yeah, I mean, he'll. I'm. I'm. I. I'm sure he'll appreciate the ride until he gets investigated for corruption and fraud and like a year and, and for half. stealing all those bitcoins. I can't wait to see his big billboard poster in his town that's like, "I lost my fiance, friends, and job, but I'll win for you." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, when he inevitably runs for office. I'm absolutely yeah. losing and crippled by grief and and sadness, yeah. but, but not regret. But no, not as regret. in like I'll win your case, right? Like, yeah. like oh, <laughs> dude, be like he's lost everything, but somehow he's, he's, he's like the he's qualified for it. Uh, old Gil's got to win this case against Jensen. Like, that's what this feels like to me. It's a really pathetic place to be in to then be like, yeah, I'll win a case for you. 
I couldn't even defend myself in my own interpersonal relationships arguing this with my fucking wife. Forget a judge. <laughs> oh, well. All right, that's enough Business Insider fun. Where to go next? Where to? Okay, here we go. Newsweek. From Newsweek. Let's Go Brandon commercial airs during Super Bowl in Pennsylvania. So fortunately Holy for shit. America, this was not across America, but some dipshit running for office in Pennsylvania wrote, you know, paid for a 30-second Super Bowl ad in his local region. And the whole thing is just chanting, let's go, Brandon. And him, as, as there's like a montage of all the shit that's happened under Biden that's been bad. And he's like, I'll take care of you, Pennsylvania. I approve this message. All right, I'm going to try something. And I want to tell you, you to tell me if like God strikes me dead, all right? Yep. Fuck Joe Biden. You did it. We did it. I, I am now officially more courageous than the entire Republican Party. If you want to say something, just fucking say it. This is the lamest possible dodge that they could be doing for a party that spent the last four years like executing Mexicans and 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 like throwing people into rivers and beating the fuck out of black people and shooting Sep their eyeballs yeah, out. Separate right, separating child from mom and separating black people from life. You cannot go full fucking fascist like throw protesters into unmarked vans and and like slaughter and execute innocent people and be like tee hee hee I didn't say the F word I said let's go Brandon like what we're so far past this they're going back in time they're like trying to do Nazi shit from the 20s when they were already Nazis from the 30s they broke in the, the fuck are they doing continuum. it just it supports my hypothesis that they're all as supported by this last guy that we talked about a, a minute ago extremely lonely losers who feel like they need to be part of some kind of subculture but they're all wealthy or well-off white people so they oh, Aiden. they have no they have no culture of their own so they have to invent it with stupid catchphrases you don't know how right you are <laughs> so who is this guy this is dave mccormick he is a Gulf War veteran and former CEO of one of the world's largest hedge funds, Bridgewater Associates. I uh, previously told Fox News when he decided to use Let's Go Brandon Chain his campaign. The frustration and anger we are feeling towards the failures of our current leadership in Washington is what motivated me to run for local office in, in Pennsylvania. Although he might be running for Senate. Uh, Biden's been president for a year. Right. <laughs> but it's all his fault. Uh, whether it... It's not being able to afford gas or groceries, even though Biden has nothing to do with that, because of record high inflation, rampant crime, which, once again, Biden has literally nothing to do with. That uh, isn't even true. A dramatic spike in the trafficking of fentanyl and human exploitation across open borders. Which your again, guys love. <laughs> or the disgraceful lack of accountability, lack of accountability for the death of 13 young service members in Afghanistan. What the well, fuck is going on? I guess you can kind of say that's on Biden, but not really. Uh, these problems. But yeah, he should have left all the rest in so they could die. <laughs> Uh, these problems were self-inflicted by Joe Biden and the extreme policies of the left. Yeah, I love that part at the end there. You know, Biden, the leftist. Uh, Pennsylvania has had enough. And then uh, some guy running against him, the Democratic guy who's trying to run for the same Senate seat, was like, uh, he said, he tweeted, Dave McCormick is too much of a coward to say let's go Brandon himself, but pathetic enough to spend millions on a Super Bowl ad to say it for him. I'm not a hedge fund CEO and don't have my own millions. Help us beat this nonsense. And you know what? He's probably an idiot too. But it was a good this own. a lot better than this guy. What's I, he's running, running? What, like what? He's running for 
Pennsylvania. He's running for like Pennsylvania comptroller or something. So he's like, he's a top one percenter ghoul. He's a t- top one percenter ghoul who's, as you say, like acknowledgingly a fascist. And then he, as you say, Alex, he just tee hee hee walks around internet language. Oh, we took that meme from that NASCAR event. And last week they were doing the fucking not you meme on their official GOP Twitter. Right. Like, yeah, they're yeah, literally yeah. just going full like internet show. Internet fascism is so weird. It's so weird, man. They're going to start posting, like, lolly porn next. It just doesn't hold up in real life. Yeah, a tentacle monster with, like, a, you know, SS armband or something. It's on every tentacle. Yeah, that's like molesting an (laughs) eight-year-old. Because that's what online Republicans are about. And on on the eight-year-old, it's got, like, Biden's face. Yeah. And then something like taxes. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Some (laughs) tortured metaphor. Yeah, there's there's way too much tax. I've seen enough tax cuts to know where this is going. No, it's 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 got the eagle, and then it's saying like the taxes or the tentacles raping America. I don't know. You guys do it in your own brain. There's somehow a picture of Biden shooting the eagles, and it's like this is your fault, right? They they show the X-ray of the leg fragments on the eagle. It's like it's Biden's fault, and then it flashes to like the Native American crying into the camera, overlaid with the eagle. And the and Native this American is somehow pro-Republican. The Native American pulls picks up a sign, and it says "Let's go, Brandon" on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we've had our fun. There was fun in that? I had fun. I felt like I went on an ayahuasca trip. <laughs> Just quit on a squatty music starts playing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, where to go next? We are going to the Wall Street Journal. From the opinion column, Silicon Valley's secret Christians. Discomfort with faith cuts the tech industry off from a necessary moral foundation. Discuss. I agree. It should also be secular. <laughs> yeah, but You're too ashamed to be secular. But the trade-off has to be that Hollywood has to be extremely religious. Yeah, nothing but Christian movies and hardcore atheist robots. You know, it's yeah. interesting you mention that because the guy's whole opening argument is that the show HBO's Silicon Valley like did an episode about Christian guy being outed at the company. And the guy who wrote this eating his popcorn, like, yeah, that's not true. Why am I a Catholic psycho being being canceled into not having to show my real feelings? Yeah, you know this bit on a comedy show? This is real life all the time. So this this is really dark. Um, because the whole article is just the guy being like, here's why it's so hard to be a Christian in America today. We're all persecuted if we work in tech. And then he goes on to demonstrate why being like what constitutes being a modern day Christian and how evil it is. He's like, you know, it was really unfair when the Catholic CEO of Mozilla got outed or ousted, even though he was like, I want to throw gay people in the fire. Now I don't want to be, I don't want to be like mean, but I think I'm a better Christian than these people because at least I understand that Christianity is about having a martyr complex and embracing that. And being like, oh, I'm tortured. I'm suffering so much. It's the passion. I'm Mel Gibson and I jerk off about being tortured. Like, that's the whole thing. That is the point. Christians should be seeking ways to feel petty forms of persecution so they don't have to feel real forms of persecution. If you feel like, you know, some Karen's being passive aggressive to you in your workplace because you're, you know, Christian, then that's like how you get off. Then you would, you should enjoy that and embrace it for what it is, which is a validation of things that make no sense, but that make you feel better about your faith. 
How the fuck does he not understand that he wants this? Well, no, in fact, I think he does. I think in if I read in between his lines, he's like cheering. Yes, finally, this is what I've always wanted. But this get, lets him write his apotheosis of an article. This lets him flay himself and attach himself to the cross and be like, finally, I can feel the pain. This is, this is what I've been seeking this whole time. The entire religion doesn't work if the main guy doesn't get persecuted and killed. The whole religion is obsessed with being persecuted. But I also love that foundationally, this entire article comes down to the one of the most uh, fallacious art, um, arguments ever constructed, which is that you can't have you can't have morality without God. Like, well, the, yeah, but you have to. I mean, that's his starting point. So. The single easiest to defeat, most fallacious, like simplest, weakest apologetics ever constructed. Is that one, and that's the one he ran with at the Wall Street Journal. Like well, saying you can't have morality without God is kind of a really strong self-own. Right, it's right. It's the it's the easy. I, I can't even say the words because like it's it's like well, like babby atheist learns to understand like oh this is why it's irrational to start with like it's yeah. so oh it's it's just so it's such a juicy more <laughs> baby's first apologetics is that what you're going for? No, I'm saying like even a baby atheist like that makes that makes no sense. How you feeling? <laughs> I what, what what is there to say about this? It's it, I mean I am I'm a little I'm a little curious about why about who who wrote those and why it's in the Wall Street Journal because you know the Wall Street Journal is certainly because this of is it, written by the creative genius known as Peter Rex, who is the founder and CEO of a company called Rex. Sounds like a which, porn star now. Which builds and invests in tech companies. And he's a Christian and he's salty that most tech people in tech are not religious. Like it's got the high, it's one of the highest incidents of non-believers, but also it's on the West Coast, Northwest Coast. So when there's ready, a lot of non-believers, like once again, a lot of these people are all STEM, whose brains are kind of programmed. Is Silicon Valley LA a region? Or San Francisco? No, way north. Way north. LA is like it? South California. I'm just trying to f picture where it is in my head because last time I didn't get this right. Seattle, Oregon, Northern California. That's Silicon is it that Valley. high up? Yeah, a lot of tech companies in 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 the the states above California. The point is, like, these are already people whose brains are programmed to work like computers. They're not fucking f devout, f faithful psychos. So, like, he 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 views this as like that's why they're unethical, not because capital. Like, he told it's so amazing that he's like, there's this gigantic barn. With a big target that says like capitalism is unethical, and then he shoots like with his shotgun at like the floor. And goes it's it's because they're not religious. That's the problem. It's not I, that I, capitalism feeds their egos and feeds their drives to think like we can solve everything through tech, and like that's why they do bad things. It's not because they don't have fucking god in their life. I think they probably do a lot of them. I think they just keep their fucking beliefs to themselves, like normal people do. Well, as you say, yeah. I mean, approximately forty percent of people who work in tech are probably religious. They're not wearing a shirt that says like you're you're going to hell because you're not my brand of religion. Right. Right. He treats this like it's Auschwitz and everyone's got gold stars who's religious. Yeah, but yeah. it's really just like the second Lord, which he would prefer. Yeah, he would love that. He would like yeah, everyone I, to I, tell I, them I, how religious they are. Yeah, him and Gina Carano. But like, I, I just it's so amazing to me how when it's it couldn't be more obvious like that the left is correct. Like, no, no, that's not why they're unethical. It's because God. It's not because capital. Well, it's not not because the, the the profit motive and the greedy incentives and like the we'll solve everything through tech and we'll just we'll do it ourselves we'll out math it like no that's not why they're unethical it's because they don't have God 
I mean, no, no disrespect. I mean, I guess some disrespect is fuck this dude, but like, it's also like a highly competitive environment where they only take people who are like top performers and whatever fucking company or school or whatnot. Like, they're not going to take people who are like, hi, I'm here on a faith scholarship. They're going to take people who are like cutthroat top earners and such and such. These are not people who are really going to sit around and be like navel gazing and angels in the head of a pin about theology. They don't give a fuck. They're, they're yeah, like they've, ruthless capitalists. Right. They've got web pages to code. And services set up. Uh, this is like they're not. They don't care about this kind of shit. Like most people who are that interested in religion at that level of education become priests or something. Like they, they would take a, a theological right. course. Like the, anyone who's that educated and that religious is wearing on their yeah. sleeve. The, right. The intersection between tech and religion is almost nothing. So it makes so this is perfectly expected. And his like flabbergastedness at this is flabbergasting. Uh, he's got a really funny anecdote I want to mention. Uh, he says he has like privately spoken to a lot of religious people in tech about their concerns and their fears. Uh, you know, some people say like, "Oh, I didn't actually go to religious school." Uh, I've interviewed quote I've interviewed candidates who omitted attending religious universities on their resumes, and in one case, deliberately misspelled the name of the pro-life group where she used to work. She didn't want tech HR Smart. departments to discover what it was. So, <laughs> yeah, if you worked for like Hitler Youth, you wouldn't want that right? on your resume. Like, I just, I, I don't think he right if if you like, escaped if you were a nazi and you somehow managed to like get out of germany fine get out of dodge and you're like oh my cv though what do i say for the from the period of 1938 to 1942 like like or 1945 like what do you, you know all those germans in argentina are really cowards they should have used their real names <laughs> what the so fuck is he saying they're smarter than him like he was cowed into hiding her work experience her work experience of being evil Holy shit. Yeah, but to him, she's a courageous warrior for the angels because yeah, she's fighting it, against women's rights. That's oh the basic God, point. Is that it's not even that, like, it's not even about, like, a level of piety or obsession with, with, with religion in, in any real academic or theological sense. It's just he wants tolerance for the hateful. That's, that's all it comes down but to. But he's shocked at the intolerance of his intolerance. He's like, I own a company and, I, and I, I'm wealthy and privileged. Why, and he's why literally a CEO who wants a job to, to make businesses like this hire and fire and make religious tech companies if he wants. And he's bitching about other tech companies who are perfectly within their right to hire who they want. And he's like, no, that's not cool. Why can't this title be Peter Rex's bizarre theories about secret Christians? Instead, just switch it with the Elizabeth Warren one. Right. Somehow they've made it into the... <laughs> I've been looking at the state of California on Google Maps and I've just discovered that there's a Mount Shasta and that the soda is named after it. That's my contribution. What? What's Shasta? It's a soda. And that's been this episode's fun fact. Got him. Is there a... Is there a um, fuck, you know the joke I'm trying to make. Is there nope. a Mount... Uh... Uh, Pat, Mount Dew? <laughs> no, the fucking... <laughs> no, the... The fucking uh, God, brain. Oh my God. Uh, ICP, the the juggalo. What's the juke? What's Mount the like Fago? No, yeah, I don't think so. Mount Fago. It's like the volcano. Why would we have known that's what you're going for? Yeah, that's, I would have guessed that. It was a joke about a local soda being named after a, a, a mountain. <laughs> yeah, the Democrats all drink from Mount Pago. Anyway. What? Stop. F A Y go go. Uh, anyway. Oh. Like what? what uh, oh. Yeah, this, this is fucking asinine. I think we've covered it, like every way in which is asinine, but 
Also, this guy's just like personally weak. <laughs> like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Get over here. Yeah, he's a real. He's he's really bitch made. All right, cool. I'm saying it. There's very few countries where it is easier to be a rich white Christian. Until now. All right, it's time. We're going to talk about Russia. You've been going easy on us so far. We're going to talk about Russia through the most, like, obscure lens you could possibly find. This from CNN. It's time to admit it. (sighs) (laughs) It's time to admit it. Mitt Romney was right about Russia. They really love this bullshit. This isn't even the first it's time to admit Romney was right about something about like never Trumpers like and and the Demas loving Mitt Romney. So I imagine that there's like this contingent of people that are writing this too, who are like sort of centrist neoliberal Democrats who for some reason weren't sucking his dick like everyone else has been on basically any vaguely centrist liberal neocon, neoconservative, neoliberal platform. Any of them. They all fucking love this dude. So I guess they're trying to reach out to like the five people who have not yet done that and been like, are you now prepared to fillet him? Are you not now ready to do that because Russia is what it has been for the last 25 years? Holy shit, this is so bad. They've something in their opening blurb where they've pulled out a quote from Mitt Romney running for president in 2012. They've somehow made Mitt Romney and Obama look like babbling idiots. So I think I'll read this. Uh. Quote, Russia is, uh, this is, without question, our number one geopolitical foe. Romney, who would be the Republican presidential nominee in the 2012 race against President Barack Obama, told Wolf Blitzer in March of that year, they fight every cause for the world's worst actors. Unlike us. We fight for all the best, the best actors. Folks, the best actors. Obama and his team pounced on the comment, insisting that it showed Romney was hopelessly out of touch when it came to the threats facing the U.S. In the third presidential debate between the two candidates in October 2012, Obama went directly after Romney for that remark. Uh, when you were asked, uh, what's the biggest geopolitical threat facing America? You said Russia. Not Al-Qaeda. You said Russia, Obama said. What the fuck? And the, 19, and the 1980s are now calling to ask for their foreign policy back because the Cold War has been over for 20 years. Boom roasted. So, so are we going to admit it, guys? Uh, I guess I'll have to take back being a lifelong Obama head. <laughs> It's like that video where, where Pierce Morgan's like, but Obama, Obama's sucking the woman's like, I'm a communist. What are you talking about? I'm a communist, you idiot. <laughs> she was just like, she was just like, eat my ass. Like, I was like, all right, that was interesting. Yeah, you know. She's great. One day I, I, we get on Tisky Sour. I continue to be frustrated by the fact that everything is either a Marxist like Obama or a Marxist like fucking the woman we were just talking about. He's a okay. fraud. Elizabeth Warren. Or Pelosi. Or on the other side, we have to be like a complete chud retard. Like there's nothing in between, apparently. Or to either side, apparently. No, Mitt Romney's in the middle. Don't you know? He's so, a moderate in America. Mitt Romney said what? Like whatever Republican has always said, which is don't trust Russia? Yep. Oh, okay. Wow. Fucking 5,000 IQ. He could have foreseen that Putin, who's been in power since... Actually, something I was going to mention. When do you guys think Putin was in power? Don't look it up. When did he take, first I mean, take power? He's had, he's had different positions of power. Like he was an actual When was he first elected? First elected? Uh, I don't know if it was right... 
I don't know if it's like 87 to 89 or like you know, 93 or, or whatever. I don't remember. But he's changed position before. He was president, then he was like fake president. I'm just saying, Mehmet was it recent? I'd say early 2000. I don't know because I don't remember when he shifted from president to PM and they like, they fudged with the position. Yeah, his first terms were 99 slash 2000 ish, his beginning. So he has been in charge of the country of Russia more or less for 22 years. Yeah, since Bush. I anyone who in that time didn't notice that he was a warmonger or that he enjoyed provoking such conflicts in order to secure his personal support isn't paying attention. Whether that constitutes a direct threat to the United States is a separate question, but everyone was aware that Putin did this kind of shit because he basically said he did this kind of shit and then he would do it. But according to CNN, which Trump uses a Democrat rag. Although he would say this is Democrat rag shit because he hates Mitt Romney. So he would be mad that they're trying to give Mitt yeah. Romney credit. And he's the only but, Republican who still thinks Putin's fine even though he's doing this. So. Yeah, it actually perfectly lines up. Yeah, I just like, this is, this is a, they're attacking a straw man because no one th- thinks that Putin's fine. Like, Obama did treat Putin like a fucking hostile witness half the time. Like, it's not, this is not news. Everyone's, we've been tremendously fucking like black-pilled like russophobic almost ever since the stupid yeah. email scandal 2016 thing. Right, the Democrat exactly. Party has been running a fucking red scare over it. Are they really saying the Democrats aren't anti-Russia enough? Really? No. no, it's the article writer wants us to just give credit to Romney for some reason. I don't understand why. Yeah, it feels like it's it's, it's just sponsored by Bain Capital or something. It's so so like, absent what, of premise is he trying to run for some other position now i mean because the democrats hate russia more than the republicans do at the, at the current it, moment yeah it, it's time to admit it mitt romney and every mainstream democrat for the last six years has been right about russia because that's what they're basically saying except they're only been half right oh also they're wrong but like, like but, but, but if they were right that's what they would be saying because they're on I the same is, page what i mean is antagonistic towards russia because of their somewhat real and somewhat oversold in involvement in the 2016 election they're enormously oversold based on a tiny fragment of reality because again any actual data on that suggests that there was no serious investment in it compared to any other i know but it's not that they invested much is that we're so easy to play it's like we all fucking out of a stuff. fucking molehill in order to start a new red scare oh yeah. f- cool fantastic did they actually give a shit about ukraine uh, no there's been a fucking like semi-hot war in the same regions they invaded yesterday. And Holy now Christ, crystallization. There's been a fucking hot war in in those breakaway regions for eight years. No one was saying like uh, Mitt Romney wasn't saying like it's time to put nuclear weapons in Ukraine or whatever. like the fuck are they talking about? The fact that Ukraine is popping off in a hot war again, like it did in Crimea in 2014, has nothing to do with whether or not like a generalized hawk says generalized hawk thing. Like what was what was Romney gonna do? How was he gonna prevent this? Does he have some secret sauce we're not aware of? If so, he should fucking say it. This is what I don't understand about um, our politics because obviously this is gonna get blamed on Biden. Oh, he didn't do a good enough job scaring Putin. He didn't do a good enough job uh, negotiating with Putin. He didn't do a good enough job. It's somehow all his fault. So like the Republicans have somehow won the game of heads I win, tails you lose every single time. They only, they only win that because the Democrats are like, "Oh, you did!" Like, because they, they like play into it. It's so weird. Like, I just don't know how they keep playing the ball. You know, the cup ball game 
and people keep falling for it every time. It's like it's you know Republicans are Teflon and and Democrats are just like tarred and feathered all day every day. Uh, no, obviously muchly deserving, but like I just how does Chris Saliza, the like fat idiot at CNN, write this? I don't. I do not understand. Yeah, I mean, it obviously has all the stink of like a classic, you know, manufacturing consent kind of uh, memory holing type article. But yeah, it's so absent of any substance and of any even like context. Like, why is Mitt Romney even being brought up? Uh, how how is he at all divergent from any larger school of thought? It just, yeah, it, it once again feels like I, I think one uh, Mitt Romney must be looking for something out of this like at this point he must have like whispered to someone who was... he sent Celisa a tech yeah how, how does a guy who's responsible for this gem of a meme who's not who's so democrat that not only is his tie two colors of blue his glasses are blue and his suit is blue how is he writing Mitt Romney was right all along articles what the fuck's he in him I'll tell you why because I, I, I'm gonna read you a couple of things that I gleaned from another article about the Russian invasion this is a Washington Post article dealing with Ukraine and Russia talking about Trump's response. Trump, in a radio interview on Tuesday, called Mr. Putin's actions genius, yeah, though he that. appeared to strike a sarcastic tone at times. On Wednesday, he told donors gathered at Mar-a-Lago that Putin's moves were pretty smart. I don't know if it's genius or pretty smart. It's one or the other. According to a video of his remarks and an appearance on Fox News later wait, wait, that wait, evening... Wait a second. I want to pause. Isn't this... So he told donors at a Mar-a-Lago event, isn't Trump like about to get charged with taking illegal documents to Mar-a-Lago and like shoving them down the toilet? Yeah, basically. And in an appearance on Fox News later that evening, he made the claim that the invasion was a result of what he described as the rigged election in 2020. So apparently Biden stole the election, which caused Putin to invade Ukraine. Trump has often told aides that Putin is a brilliant strategist and is really tough and really smart and savvy. and that Biden is not up for it. He told donors gathered his dinner at Mar-a-Lago how tough Putin was, and according to another person uh, who liked the report, uh, said the president is very respectful of Putin in a perverse sort of way. So is this like the so, is this like the Breyer shit where it's like, well, we didn't blow Putin hard enough for the last year and a half because Biden's been in charge, and that's why he invaded to like because he had blue balls. This is like, this is Republican playbook. 101, which is to make the Democrats so deranged by taking insane positions that the Democrats quickly and easily adopt right-wing positions from five years ago. So by having Putin be like full-on like psycho... Into being radicalized. It's weird. Having 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 uh, Trump go out there and being like, Putin is my best friend. I love that he's invading countries. They're basically just gaslighting the Democrats into being like, yes, we're cold warriors. The only thing that matters is stopping Russia at all costs, How time I- to do a no Cold War, and so on and so forth. And but Trump managed to do that all throughout his term by being like chummy with Putin. This so didn't- now the entire Democratic Party is like ready to execute the Rosenbergs again. But that didn't really work with North Korea when he tried. The Democrats somehow like smelled that one out and laughed it away. Except we're still as anti-North Korea as ever, which they didn't even have to be convinced. They right, that, right that but that's position. not a change. What I'm saying is when Trump tried to cozy up to like other dictators... The Democrats were not really making a ton of noise about how bad Russia was prior to Trump. Like they were in general, as far as like Putin's a dictator or whatever. Yeah, I'm just wondering why it wasn't their main focus. Whereas by having Trump cozy up to him, 
they've now created a ridiculous situation where almost like just to be oppositional, now the Democrats have to be anti Russia to the to the like nth degree, which again, considering he's invading Ukraine right now, is not like a controversial thing to be. But it had nothing to do with that. It's just it happens to line up with where their biases have become over the last you know half decade, and this is basically just an example where CNN and Saliza are writing a pro Democrat thing slash pro Mitt Romney thing because they're trying to once again signal boost some piece of shit not Trump Republican because they want to own Trump. That's it. In Saliza's brain, is the best outcome Biden doesn't run again because he's too old and Romney wins? And like this is somehow a victory for America because the Republicans are back under rational control? Unironically, if Mitt Romney switched to becoming a Democrat and ran as a Democrat, he has a non-zero chance of winning. He's like, Like, he has a very reasonable chance of winning, actually, depending on who's running. Yeah, but if he were to actually party switch, I don't think so. Because that would be too much of a betrayal. No, he could run on like a third party thing that's like the unity ticket. No, I think he could just run a, as a Republican and win and be like, it's cool. I'm a moderate. Well, he doesn't even have to do I mean, yeah, he could just run in the primary. But yeah, like I mean. the Democrats have been so fawning over people who have been absolute pieces of shit their entire life, but have just not been pro-Trump, that this should be completely unsurprising at this point. What, what I'm saying is just like in 2016 all the Hillary people who voted Trump, there'd be an even bigger portion of normal libs Democrats who would vote Romney. Romney could win like a Reagan Reagan 2 ticket. You know what I mean? Where he like sweeps in with absurd numbers of Democrats voting for him. Yeah, I mean, he's not that popular, but like he's still more popular than Trump. It's a Beltway cycle is like Liz. You know, with non-hardcore Republicans. So. To Beltway psychos, he's the most popular. And their whole job is to make him. Yeah, because he's everything they ever wanted. He's just like a Republican version of Obama, who was already basically a Republican. Right. So they, you know, whatever. Like, right, okay. Any any parting thoughts, Aiden? Nope. On this story? Okay, good. For the best. Y- y'all good over there. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a rough episode, boys. <laughs> he's, he's playing a game. Uh, oh, come on. God, I feel like Biden. Oh, come on, man. Need to get some adrenochrome. Sundowning. Playing another game of you know Russian roulette. Just putting putting right. the bullets. Add in. one more bullet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still undefeated. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a joke I was trying to go. I was trying to go for an assy joke, but my brain just said no. Uh, okay, here's a good one. This will get everyone's energy back up. From the Guardian, the U.S. government is deploying robot dogs to the Mexico border. Seriously? <laughs> I like the kind of poppy buzzfeed way. You want mate is the guardian. So the <laughs> interjection. Cool. Yeah. Uh, under subtitle, as if the border isn't surveilled and militarized enough, the Department of Homeland Security wants to go full black mirror. <laughs> you got an amazing image. Yeah, I like it. This is, they're telling how it is. I'm glad they're taking a stance. Yeah. Look at that fucking robo dog. Oh, are these the horrible things that are trained to like no. rape protesters? No, no, no. These are the Boston dynamic, bizarre, like uncanny valley double f- dogs that run. Also, yeah, there, there's some about? fucking horror <laughs> stories from the robot dogs they deployed against protesters during George Floyd. What? I, I don't want to get I don't into think it. I've heard of this. Yeah, the, the, there were protesters talking about like a hack to destroy these things on site, and that became a whole controversy. Yeah, maybe the cops didn't want that getting shared. Maybe we'll get the watchdog's future we've all hoped for. I'm just saying, if you ever wanted to put down a dog, this is the correct one. 
Because these oh. things are apparently fucking monstrous. Yeah, why aren't the cops shooting these? Here's another great image. Of a real dog and a robo-dog bonding, smelling each other's asses or whatever. Why is it always that, like, Boston Dynamics comes up with shit and it's immediately incorporated by fascism? Uh, no, no, it's a different company, Alex. It's called Ghost Robotics. Great. There's, there's no possibility that it's at all related to Boston Dynamics. It just looks like the same robot. <laughs> it just is coated black now. Yeah, it's just, just funneled, funneled ah. through DARPA yeah. uh, out, the, out the other side perfectly and, and, and renamed under a subcontra- subcontractor with a indisputably ominous name. But, but So how close are we to the future where the, the robo-horse and the robo-ice agent are, yeah. are using a robo-whip on the Haitian and his grocery bags? How soon can we recreate that image in like cyberpunk terms? Oh, why can't the Haitian be Robo? Robo Haitian? Neo Neo Haitio? Let's be inclusive. Cyber Haitian? Yeah. And then there's going to be a robot dog on trial for suffocating a prone person. (laughs) Yeah, uh, what's that cop's name? Derek Chauvin. Yeah, Robo Chauvin. All right, don't be chauvinist. Robo Chauvin's (laughs) not for him. We don't have it fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just kids having fun. So, so we have, you know, co- collating our our own articles that we've shared. We have uh, potential drones with taser arrows. We have robo dogs now. But all the gun drones. Oh yeah, yeah. The drone they just attach a machine gun. To. Yeah. <laughs> and just this is, this is the result of secular Silicon Valley. Yeah. This is HBO's yeah, exactly. fault. This a is good. A good Christian of, would never have created the yeah, sexual yeah, assault. Yeah, they're not the Catholic Silicon Valley making these robo dogs. Yeah, or at least they would have covered it up better. Ooh, shift the robo dogs around to different parishes. Yeah, different borders. Yeah, various various <laughs> evidence like a various. Yeah, this right, is right. getting into a weird dark stream of consciousness. What else we got? Uh, okay. Uh, here's a very unsurprising article from the uh, the Guardian. Probably doesn't need much analysis. Revealed, King of Jordan used Swiss account to hoard massive wealth. Yeah, I saw this one. I'm shocked. <laughs> I thought they came with a job description. Guy who is a whose official job title is King of right, a he's a fucking monarch. <laughs> a mighty monarch. It's like ah. newsflash: the British royal family owns seventeen percent of Great Britain. It's oh like, man, maybe I should have used yeah. this after the religious Silicon Valley episode, uh, article. He's not being a good Muslim. This from the Daily... No, no, this next one. This from the Daily Beast. Meta exec out after he admits to sexting with 13-year-old. Or maybe he should be a Catholic. I don't know. I'm confused. Does he not have morals? Now, do they mean a 13-year-old? Or do they mean he's out because he was sexting on a 13-year-old phone? Which is a serious faux pas. No, I think it's the the former. I'm trying to salvage this. We don't have to talk about pedophilia again. Jokes can't be made of the pedophilia. All right, it's pedophilia, huh? Awesome. It always comes back. Haven't had enough of that recently in American culture. Huh? Wasn't, I, wasn't, wasn't the, the Prime Minister... Sorry, this is... I, we've moved on from the Jordan thing so quickly. Wasn't the Prime Minister Jordan named in the Panama, Panama Papers? Yeah, probably. That sounds very say, likely. I gotta say, there is some equity in that country sharing of wealth. So yeah, at least the prime minister is almost as rich as the king. Yeah. Listen, the head of state <laughs> and the head of government both have to get in on this. Yeah, otherwise it would be cruel and unusual. All right, back to pedophilia. 
Are they really Top sticking with the meta thing? We can't just say Facebook. No, it's now called Meta. Fuck you. The faux pas is calling it Facebook. I'm almost as upset about that as the sex. All right, fine. Meta exec out after he admits. Oh, why would he admit that? I got the because he was probably like he had guns to him. Like they were fucking because they probably had the evidence. What do you mean? These people are so fucking bad at law. Like, get a lawyer, you imbecile. Here's what I have to think to change the company's name to Metaphilia. I've Uh done it. And I'm uncomfortable on a meta level. (laughs) He was probably bragging on 8chan or something about. No, he he did a uh, uh, Martin Luther post on the board about all the the 13-year-olds he's been sexting. Oh, God. (laughs) What can I say? Unsurprised that people in positions of power and affluence are often bad. They lack more. I I hate that it's the pedophilia thing, though, because it's like it's not actually as common as the conspiracy theorist like yeah, obsession course. makes it, but it's still common enough that we need to deal with it. And we don't actually. So both sides of this are wrong. It's not nearly as bad as the right wing thinks it is. And it's really bad because we don't actually resolve it as a society. So despite all of their obsession with it, when it's actual real life pedophilia, it's like, oh, you know, whatever. yeah, yeah, we'll get not, some jail time. I guess. That one, I don't really want to post about it. Not do anything about it. Oh, fuck's sake. Oh God. I just found an amazing article. Uh, all right, we are. The blinders are slowly closing in. I've got a good one to end on, so I think we're gonna jump to the hill, to, to, to the Mount Shasta on the hill. Let's see if I jump off. This one I didn't understand, so I had to read a little. What do you guys think? It's from the hill. Note to Biden: <laughs> As if someone is. Oh, let me have your ear, Biden. Let me uh, whisper and hiss in your ear. The U.S. Well, it's just like a sassy. Uh, note to Biden. Uh, yeah, uh, texting Biden. Uh, yeah. Here's the T on Biden. The U.S. can't export renewable energy to our energy-deprived allies. What are they talking about? Well, first of all, why not? Ship them some fucking solar panels and windmills. The fuck are you talking about? I think they're being even more literal than that. So the article opens up with, like, you know what's awesome? America's shipping our oil to the EU because they're in crisis. But you can't Is that really what yes. they're saying? Yes. You, because... because you can't liquefy the electricity generated by by renewable energy. Uh, you can't ship it. It's only it has to be local. You can't send them a, the turb the energy generated by a turbine in a wind turbine in California can't be shipped to us friends across the world. That's what I meant. Like they're a little literalist with this. I thought you what? Here, what? I'll read the beginning. Uh, there's a recent headline from the Wall Street Journal that you would never see under the progressives' Green New Deal. Quote, American gas to Europe's rescue. I hate LNG, this so much. LNG export terminals are loading tankers with fuel destined for countries threatened by Putin's energy extortion. The reason the U.S. cannot uh, can come to the EU energy rescue is that U.S.-produced natural gas can be loaded on tankers and shipped to our overseas allies. Those shipments will become even more important if uh, or when uh, Russia invades... Uh, Russia President Vladimir Putin responding to U.S. and EU sanctions after he invades Ukraine reduces or cuts off natural gas shipments to the EU. Uh, by contrast, renewable energy, primarily from wind turbines and solar panels, cannot be loaded on tankers and shipped overseas to be used in other countries. But as you just said, Alex, we can just send them solar panels and wind turbines. This is so fucking stupid. But it sounds like Aiden <laughs> had something. What do you got? I I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna mockingly say, yeah, it's so it's so stupid. I, like. 
they're really being that that like why do they think they've got you think? like you know they... oil isn't energy yet either it still has to be burned but if you, like you, you're, you're not shipping just... power yeah i can't just drink it like an power energy drink and boost it Right, they're like, not just—they're mixing something in a vet full of like pure arcing electricity. <laughs> no, it's like out of the Marvel movie. It's like the—it's like the Tesseract or whatever. No, I, I, see, I thought like it was like spinach. I could just pop open a can of oil and down it, and my muscles get huge, and I have energy. Whoa, it's a problem. Yeah, and then it's like da 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 da, and then he, like punches Putin somehow. Yeah, you're telling me that this guy doesn't have a good understanding of how energy works. Also, hey. side unrelated side note. Yeah. World's longest undersea electricity cable begins operations as of last year. So yes, you can in fact send power underwater, generated in one place with wind turbines to another place that doesn't. But, but, but Alex, they didn't waste oil sending those oil tankers to the EU. Yeah. I'm the other, confused. The other thing about renewable energy, even if it is a bit more difficult, you only need to send it once. But then they're it's not renewable. dependent on us. But we, how do we maintain a permanent state of dependence on daddy if we do you have, don't have to daddy, be dependent? Can I have my oil, please? Oh, yeah, this article is so much dumber than I Can thought. you please send us that oil you bought from another country? <laughs> I know you probably bought it from, like, OPEC or whatever. Or, like, Venezuela and pretended you didn't buy it from them. Uh, c- can we have some? Or you could just buy it please yourself, you fucking assholes. No, they only want the finest fracked oil from canada well according to the hill taste of indigenous blood (laughs) this is putin's fault which is trump's which is biden's fault so it's biden's fault we're not getting good renewable energy and we're not helping out the eu so what should we like sabotage and create three mile island in france because they're like 90 percent on nuclear and so that doesn't make them like (laughs) degenerately you know required to be our vassal the fuck does this asshole want is this good or bad like it should be. They shouldn't be dependent on us. Didn't we um, we we did an episode a few weeks ago about renewable energy, right? And like the ways, basically, all the people who tried to say like cigarettes don't cost cash. All the all those merchants of death who come out. And say, it was a while ago. Like, we've we've definitely talked a lot yeah, about like, it. Like this just seems to me like he that guy was the run to the litter. He's a little late to the party. Like oh, oh, here's another reason why we can't do renewable. We can't ship it to our allies during wars. You know who pays the price for sending tons of gas to random countries? The American people. We're just subsidizing an insane thing like that. Why should we do that? To say, like, fuck Putin? He's still going to invade Ukraine. You have not solved this, you stupid assholes. You don't actually have anything that stops that, so you're just like, how could we spite him better while also stroking to, like, being the biggest country on Earth still? Watch out, watch out, tag team! From Politico. The group that brought down Keystone XL faces agony of its own. Oh my god, it's still in operation. They just he, get like a bonus upgrade. He came in with the, the people's up. elbow, Alex. He's Stone Cold Steve Austin coming in from the audience. Turns yeah. out that even when you stop dirty energy, yeah, that's fraught with its own agonies. Oh no, what are we gonna do? Turns out you, oh, you can't be a good person. No, I guess we have to do the dirty energy. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, after stopping slavery, may have had erectile dysfunction. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? That's what this is. It's like they find a good thing. And they're like, what about the financial implications of the good thing? Amazon investigates fucking BLM. Oh, Keystone XL's investigating the people who shut them down. Like, okay, cool. Wow, you, you've done it. He's a symptom from this one. It was the upstart that changed the face of America's environmental movement. 
350.org, founded by the legendary Bill McKibben. Wait, is that a joke name? Has been has been laid what? low by a budget crunch, equity fights, and union strife. Uh-oh, union strife. Uh-oh, sound the alarm. Zero days since union strife. So they, they managed to package a bunch of punch punching down on this. Uh, yeah, this is this is epic, man. You're actually really pathetic and disgusting if you have unions in your company, apparently. And if the unions try to do anything, that makes you personally weak. I, I did not expect Dirty Energy to put up this shitty a fight. Oh, oh, you can't ship the clean energy. Oh, well, fighting Dirty Energy, you have to do unions, though, right? And am I right? Those are bad. Like, this is so pathetic. Having unions is agony. Right. According to the, the title uh, of this. Yeah. Honestly, this is like what a dictator writes about demo democratic countries. Is like, uh, you know, America faces agony of political elections. It's like, yeah, that's like one of the only things we even kind of do right. You're just calling the thing you don't like an agony because fuck you and you have no real argument. How how long until we see we see the piece that says like, corporations were ruled by Citizens versus United as people, and unions are coercive. So technically. They're forcing right. The union is, is violating the corporation's human rights. Ah, that's good. It's time to admit Mitt Romney was right that corporations are people. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, exactly. But Romney so he could be able to fire them at will. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's some good squishy. So atheist Silicon Valley pedophile molests 13-year-old corporation. <laughs> AI generated. God. Right. Yeah, we, we put the article headlines in a, into an algorithm. To come out with the most, you know, synergized headline yeah. uh, title possible. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that, that shipping article, really, I'm still reeling from just how stupid <laughs> the, the body blows you took. I'm yeah. still shipping that 13-year-old corporation. Yeah. Shipping, that's a term for a, a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Imp implying the romantic connection between characters in a fiction that are not necessarily connected. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm right, full well. of both agonies and humor today. Your humors are an agony. Let's let's go to an article that I do not know how to feel about. I mean, I feel bad, but I don't know why exactly. <laughs> I'm intrigued. This is from Yahoo Finance. Why Bitcoin is a tool for social justice. And this is written by, I believe, a you know non-white woman who runs her own financial uh, app to help brown and black women of low income like get connected with financial advisors and shit. It's that very, very that weird. may well be the case, but the way I read this as soon as you said that is a rebuttal to someone saying the opposite, and it's like an old rich monopoly guy. So like some normal person says like Bitcoin is just a tool for like assholes to right, accumulate scam. wealth, and he goes, "What? That's preposterous! Why Bitcoin is a tool for social justice?" That's how I read this. Like the like the insane haughty, uh, you know, monocle drop of what do you mean this tool for the rich isn't a tool for the rich? Yeah, so they give a bunch of statistics about how, like, a disproportionate number of non-white people are invested in Bitcoin, and obviously non-white people tend to not, you know, have less faith. Yeah, I, I would love to see the stats on that, because I don't and, believe that for a second. I'll, 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 I'll read them to you. Uh, it's a big article. I had a lot to get through. Well, the, yeah, the first, the very first line is that 44% are non-white. 
Over 30% of black and 20% of Latino investors own Bitcoin. Uh, Did they mention that 99% of cryptocurrency is held by 10% of traders? Well, yeah, I mean, that's another thing. I, that's the first thing that came, that's the first stat that came to my mind as I was reading through this a little bit. Because, like, it doesn't change the fundamental inequality of the whole thing. Like, so this person's trying really hard to be like, no, this is a chance for people who have not been represented well financially to get into the scam that is financial systems, but that still un is undergirded by the whole thing that it's all a financial scam. Like, it's just looking for other suckers. And so I think it's kind of worse if the other suckers you're looking for are non-white. But I don't know. It's a very... They do a really... They really try to be like, no, this is a chance. It's decentralized. Like, we can, we can get people who are not typically investing in this. But it, the whole thing undergirds, like, investment shouldn't be a thing. I don't know. What do you guys think? What was the percentage they claimed? Sorry. Go, go, go. In, no, no. Give, give the answer first. Uh, I hold up. The, the very first stat they get is that 44% of Bitcoin and crypto investors are non-white. Uh-huh. And do I, do I have a source for that? Yeah. yeah it, brings, it brings you to Nork uh, at the University of Chicago. Yeah, it's, uh -huh. a study, it's a study or a survey. Uh, majority of crypto investors are under 40 and do not have college degrees. Two-fifths are women and or investors of color. All right, let's, let's grant that is true, even though I still don't think that's true. The country's 40% non-white. So that's, what, a 10% increase over expectation, assuming everyone was investing equally, which obviously isn't true, but... Well, yeah, most people don't. Invest. That's not exactly a fucking staggering win for minorities. So here's the thing that... It was weird that this only came up, like, midway through. They give a little blurb about the author of this. So it says, Charlene uh, Federepo is a former regulator. And I was like, huh? Former regulator? And the founder of GuideFi, a financial tech platform that connects women of color with financial experts and wealth education courses. So I was like, this woman flamed out of regulation because obviously in America, regulation's been so defanged that like her way out was to start a financial company. And she she's like, she's been so disheartened about like, actually doing the rule of law is to help people get out of poverty. So you have to find some weird tech finance way to get out of it. Like to me, this whole, whole mission's been so distorted and misguided because she's, she, she kind of like tacitly says like regulation won't work because America's fucked. So we can try and scam our way out. It's like, it's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's like a, obviously it can seem hopeful uh, because of how, historically and, and in modernity um financial institutions are are extremely racist and wealth has already been by the time that people of color either came to this country or or had their freedom um given to them or took it for themselves uh wealth had already been you know so aggregated and they had thus the following centuries of degrees of of slavery being being repealed bit by bit and restrictions to access they had to jobs banks etc cetera, etc cetera. um even beyond that like this is the, the solution that though then is if, if any solution would be to it would have to be built by those people who recognize their own struggle and the conditions that lead to their struggle to build a financial institution or or entity that that fits their needs which probably they would at that point come to the conclusion that that's not the solution that, 
at all to just build a second kind of private Wall Street for themselves. But right, like a, just a shittier Wall Street for a slightly better proportion of, of non-white people. But like, this is why I'm so confused because I don't understand where these authors actually come from. Only a couple paragraphs later, they're shitting on the Civil Rights Act by well, not really, but they're saying uh, despite well-meaning. Uh, past policy efforts, expansive social programs, and a progressive agenda, the black wealth gap remains wide. It's like, yeah, because those just because those things were left wing, like they didn't work because they were never given a chance to work. Uh, so, so some fucking Ponzi scheme of tech will solve it? I don't think so. Also, and, to listeners anywhere but America, the fact that these like vaguely center right to center policies are considered left wing—that's just it, well, yeah, it's I mean, America. America has never done actual redistribution of like mass wealth. Which, it's basically which, just bringing us back to zero of not being explicitly cruel and discriminatory right, against these subpopulations. Like exactly. She acts like that's as far as actual legislation can go. So the free market has to somehow solve the 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 like racial wealth divide. Like what? It doesn't make any sense. You can't tech guru your way out of this. The left hasn't been allowed to operate, therefore it can't work. Have we right. tried the right? Right, exactly. The left has been gutted, so it can't ever work. We oh. can't solve this as a systemic issue, so what if we solved it for a handful of random people through lottery? Right. What if I solved it one young black single mom at a time who gets onto my app so I can have her have a 10-minute meeting with a financial expert? Oh, so you understand what? that the more minorities who are invested in a Ponzi scheme, the more stand to lose in a Ponzi scheme. Right, well, that's what I said a couple minutes ago. It was like, won't this ultimately actually lead to more black and brown people getting fucked yeah, over? Yeah, like, it, it, let's say, you know, a different number of Jews trusted Bernie Madoff. How did that work out? Oh, that's a great analogy. Jews that's did not a, do well because of Bernie Madoff. That's a great analogy. Wow. Yeah, because that's what happens. Confidence artists who target a specific demo because they trust them end up fucking that demo. You know what? Fuck this bitch. I've, I've totally turned on her. She's I trying knew to when you were pro her before. Ooh, I wasn't sure. I didn't know how to feel because yeah. I didn't quite understand the points being made. I gotcha. She's just like black and brown women, LGBTQ, Latinx representation, Bernie Madoff. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I, I haven't done any research into her, but from the little quotes that you've read, I don't have much confidence in her, her good intentions. I mean, especially the yeah the part about the Civil Rights Act. Like, that either is just like complete attempt at obfuscation or just like a zero IQ understanding of of the. But also, she she situation. does this whole paragraphs about like about slavery, chattel slavery, and how this made a bunch of millionaire white people. Like this whole thing is about race instead of actual economics. It's like race based economics, <sighs> and conclusions are just as silly and pithy. Bitcoin has opened on an escape hatch for a generation of more. I mean, does she even talk about like reparations? No. Does she talk about like some sort of broad based social reform also, that would actually substantively redistribute wealth in any way? This article's like 10 years too late. You can't, if you're a fucking poor person right now, you can't buy a fucking Bitcoin. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like $30,000 each. I mean, if she wrote this in 2010, saying, hey, black and brown and Latin and again, women, buy Bitcoin because it's five cents. Invest, you know, two grand into this that you have your savings. I promise it'll be huge in the future because I can see the future. Like, yeah, that would have been a gigantic windfall for these people. No, she would have to be pushing whatever coin is currently worth like point zero 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 one dollar, right? And hoping that that gains several decimal points over the next decade, like half of these have. This is way too late to get on in the mainstream. Right? Rooms. Even fucking Dogecoin is worth more than like yen now. But this is what I'm saying. If you're this late to the party, you're part of the scam. Then. 
because o- only if you're like the actual Correct. guru soothsayer and you can see the future are you like getting the insider trading that's actually worth it. But if you're this late to the party telling black and brown people to invest, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to get a proper Bitcoin or even to buy like portions of a Bitcoin, even though it's totally hit a ceiling, in fact, dropping, like then you're actually now the grifter. You're Again, not the, the, the expert. Anyone who is a self-interested profiteer, which is everyone playing Wall Street at all, wouldn't be giving away the game if that's how it worked. If it was like, hey, I have these following winning lotto tickets, right? you would just cash them. By definition, if someone is doing this, it's because they know that you buying into whatever scam they're running makes them richer. But it's even worse because she's doing it all under the guise of representation yes, and it's, intersectionality. It's a, it's a form of manipulation. Like, if Eric Koch comes to me, he's like, here's the white stocks to buy. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, you're evil. But if, if like, you try and tell me that social justice is part of your Ponzi scheme, I... I, I Yes, it's very easy to co-opt language that even has vaguely good connotations when you're a manipulator. That's not uncommon or surprising, unfortunately. Especially someone who's like, oh yeah, I play the stock market because it's good for black women. Like, that that sounds like horseshit the second it leaves your mouth. So it really shouldn't be surprising that someone like this is not being, you know, good faith about their argument. This is what's so fucked about her conclusion. Let me just read read it once through and you can kind of digest it all. The kind of person would be like, all right, we shouldn't abolish slavery. We should give make more black women plantation owners. Right. The let them become the millionaires off of plantations. Bitcoin? Yeah, let the house uh, slaves become the leaders. Uh, here's her conclusion. Bitcoin has opened an escape hatch for a generation of marginalized Americans and made them excited about saving and investing. But poor regulation could force Bitcoin services to resemble our legacy financial system. So regulation's actually bad, according to her. As of writing, not just ineffectual, U.S. Bitcoin exchanges require users to meet the same requirements as banks. Their users must have bank accounts or debit cards, and they, mu- uh, they must rigorously collect customer information, undermining benefits for marginalized groups. We believe Bitcoin must be a part of future education curriculums so all communities can prosper in the next generation. The next chapter will discuss fundamental inequalities affecting American Main Street. What the fuck is this person smoking? Oh my god. They're just a grifter being paid by another grifter. Yeah, they're, 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 they're getting a stipend. They're getting a stipend for someone who's like, hi, I want to make a bunch of money in crypto because I already own a huge amount of it. Could you write some schlosh right. that like, will convince neoliberals to go they're, along with they're, it? A, they're like a slumlord who's trying to get a whole bunch of new people to move into the slum. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Also, I this just, is dark. You know, everyone's, you know, this has been said plenty of times. Well, you've said it a million times about how this is obviously a Ponzi scheme, cryptocurrency in general. How it's a, a basically a, a gambling, extremely high stakes gambling game. Also, though, there's just a practical idea of like all these people who say that that crypto is the, f- the future. Eventually, everyone will be using crypto. We don't even have the energy infrastructure to to do that. We're <laughs> we're so far from that. It takes so well, if much. We keep shipping it to the EU. Electricity, yeah, exactly. To to run these blockchain al- algorithms, that if everyone did it, like we we would be. I think we have like. 30% of the capacity we need for everyone in the world to do it. Right, it's not even designed to be this scalable. Not for Bitcoin in particular. No. But like, I don't know, man, this is... Yeah, this and then is here's a... what's funny. So this is on Yahoo Finance, right? So there's a little ticker yeah. at the top. How's the S&P futures doing? How's the Dow doing? How's the NASDAQ doing? And so everything is down, mostly because of the war with Russia's doing. Uh, you know what's up today? Crude oil 
and Bitcoin. Yay! Where do these people think the value of this coin comes from? I know that sounds like a theoretical, like, highfalutin thing to ask, but it's not actually very complicated. It does not connote intrinsic value. It only gets value from other people's money that they put into it. Future growth, future investment, and future opportunities that are technological and yet to be discovered. That's it's just people gambling that other people will gamble. It has yes, no intrinsic worth whatsoever. In fact, it's just, it's very similar to the credit default swaps. It's like gambling on who's going to fail their mortgage payment. Yeah, saying that this will build generational wealth only works if the people who end up losing in this gamble don't are, count. Or are all the whiteies. So unless a whole bunch of white people invest late, and a whole bunch of black people invested right. early, like, and then they somehow pump and dump it at just the right time that all the black people somehow get out of it first. Yeah. Who are all those uh, Trump supporters who bought, like, dinari? They bought something like ancient dead... Yeah, they, they bought, like, Iraqi dinars because yeah. they're idiots. Well, they just need that scam. Maybe what? if the head of that scam was, like, a... How could this young black possibly woman. build black generational wealth <laughs> when all it's doing is transferring wealth from one black person to another black person, even by your own reasoning? Because, because capitalism, Alex, is growth for everyone. No one loses. Everyone wins. It's also, a zero-sum game. I think it'll just build generational wealth for Charlene, the author. Correct. Because the real money is in lying to people about how to build wealth and selling the book. That says how to build wealth by ripping off other black people. Right. Oh, man, this is fucking evil. This is heinous race trading shit. All right, we're going to move forward. But listeners, this hurt. fuck's sake. What are you look, out for, look out for my column listeners coming out next week. Why Pokemon cards are a tool for social justice. Yeah, why <laughs> Why Yu-Gi-Oh cards, the next left uh, leftist Marxist revolutionary coin to invest in. So we why, can get rich. Why me buying a blacklist makes me the new Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a black lotus. Exactly. It's in the name itself. Yeah, it's an African-American lotus. All right, folks, we are going to slow down, sun down to our final article. One that hopefully does not kill anyone. <laughs> this... I could have picked one of these up for $700, by the way. They're now worth $22,000. Black lotus. Yep. Yeah, well. Shame. I didn't support my own generational wealth. Yeah, this is your fault. Because support your own liberation. That's not even as good growth as Bitcoin. Weird. That's crazy. Well, yeah, but I could have also gotten it for like ten dollars if I bought it when it was in tax. Yeah, but that would just that would just be RNG. You mean when you actually know the value? I'm saying that it would have been cheaper than seven hundred dollars to get one randomly by just buying packs back when they you were did buy packs. Not in 1990. Right, we were too we were too young. Okay. I was too young. Okay, this from the hill. Movie rights sold for political thriller written by Hillary Clinton and Louise Penny. Not necessarily starring her or about her. Written by Hillary Clinton, who has written such st staggering speeches as her failed to give uh, acceptance speech for winning in 2016. And her book where she's drunkenly ranting that Bernie's a dipshit. So I'm Yeah, her, her, her book known as If I Want It. Yeah, <laughs> with the big if and the little yeah. one. <laughs> no, no, the other way around. The little if and the big one. The big the, one. The more accurate title for this yeah. is political thriller funded by Hillary Clinton, written by Louise Penny. Correct. Penny effect. 
Uh, I'm Which sure would be an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know what Sherlock she thinks is passable. Um, what the fuck? This woman, and then Louis- I said, you don't know who I am. <laughs> this, this woman, Louise Penny, is an author, Canadian author, who it looks like she already has written a book with Hillary Clinton. A, a, a mystery book that came out this year? What the fuck? I, I knew that she wrote the book State of Terror. Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is or, yeah, like 2021? So Alex, you have high hopes for this movie? Her her Wikipedia photo is how I feel about this conversation. Pain. I, what, what pain, is that feeling? Pained, pained fake trying to make it look like socially appropriate. Pain, it's like, smiling? It's like the female like, version like the, of, uh, of that, <laughs> that meme guy, the white hair. The, Correct. The old, yeah, old white yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like your weird robe thing. That's, yeah, I, if, I, if I could wear that, if I could afford that, I would. I'd wear She's it. looking a lot better for her age than Hillary Clinton. I'll give her that much. Yeah, but she didn't 60s. have the stress of being the first lady and the, <laughs> all, all the apologetics for Hillary Clinton that exists. So, okay, so thoughts, let's get back on track. Thoughts about a political thriller in the pantheon of poli- of political thrillers. Where will Hillary Clinton's movie stand? I Next think... to A Few Good Men and The Ides of March and uh, I don't know what else. What, what are some other ones? What's happening? Serpico. Serpico, yes. Oh, we, oh, fuck. We got to put that on our list, by the way. The ACD parody wasn't enough. Of all, no. the th- of all the thrillers ever made, it will certainly be one of them. <laughs> Thanks for your biting analysis. Uh, damnation by faint praise. <laughs> um, actually, I take back the certainly. It will probably be one of them. Yeah, it might not. It ever may be. happen. Yeah. Um, Big yeah. if true. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should be called. Uh, it's a uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, she's Hillary Clinton is so obsessed with with celebrity and the maintenance and um, constant unholy blood infusions into her own celebrity that I I am unsurprised that she is continuously branching out into new ways to um, stroke her own ego and pretend to be a a, a Renaissance woman. Um, and also, undoubtedly, push out some incredibly jingoistic propaganda. Oh God damn it! It's just the film adaptation of State of Terror. Oh God! I don't it's remember what that is. Written. I thought it was gonna be something new. So, well, now we got to read State of Terror for the for the podcast. I'm good. I'll read it. I'll do the spark notes on it. I'll watch a like five minute YouTube review of it, and that counts. <laughs> you're just you're slowly downgrading. I'm backing oh. down more and more each time. I'll read the jacket flap. <laughs> I'll look at the image of the author, which is the same one for Wikipedia. Yeah, I read it. Uh, uh, someone's website describes the movie as having a strong bias towards stories for, by, and about badass women, as well as people who love pushing boundaries, navigating uncharted waters to spotlight unique voices. And pressing stories that need to be told. Now that's cops me. Now that that was AI generated. For that sure. was nothing. Yeah. That was a nothing burger. That was, that was the corporate, yeah, trying to be neoliberal AI speak. Clinton Corp. We're pushing boundaries. In the 2021 book, a pair of middle-aged women team up to try to defeat a terror threat 
that's been carefully planned to take advantage of four years of an American government out of touch with international affairs. Is she talking about Trump or Biden? Out of practice yes. with diplomacy and out of power in the places where it counts the most. <laughs> I got a re- This is amazing. <sighs> I guarantee you there's a lie in there. This is a quote from Hillary Clinton. Uh, this is a wake up co- about her f- fiction book. This is a wake up call for anybody who cares about America, the world. What? what? That's, oh, that's the end of her sentence? Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? <laughs> America or the world? What is she world, saying? Though. <laughs> no, she, she gave the game away. America is the world in her mind. It's like it's like America. Uh, the, the, fuck, what's that joke? World police. Yeah, it's like uh, America the band. It's like <laughs> America the America world. the ride. Right, the ride. That's that's the joke I was going for. Yeah. It took me a minute. Quote Brian Regan. Thank you, Brian. Come on our Thanks, podcast, Brian. And she, she's talking about my stupid husband. It's Bill Clinton in the hangers. Like getting my bored. husband is so unfaithful. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't walk three rooms without getting a BJ. Or raping someone. Oops. All right, well, Alleg- that, is it allegedly at this point? I, I'm not taking the heat for it. Let's just say allegedly. All right, that's what I got. I'm out of Thank steam. Christ. I, I was out of steam like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Why? We had to hit a two-hour mark. It's Did we? A, I thought we're trying to not do that. It's not our podcast if it's not a feature length. Like Peter I've been Jackson trying film. desperately to get us down to like 80, 90 minutes. Oh my god. The hate grow and flow through you. Yeah, this was a hateful one. <laughs> Alright, folks. That's all I got for you today. I uh, wanted to look like Crystal Liz's picture, but I ended up looking like the Eagle or Kanye. <laughs> well, expect lots of fun art to come out of this one. I somehow, I somehow ended up looking like the robot dog. We might, we might, we might just make like a gallery of all the great art for this episode, in particular. So, so it's some such good choice ones. Uh, we'll have a very hard time picking the thumbnail, but uh, no, spread the word, like and subscribe, do those things. Please hey, don't be. Please no, don't have. A, no, I don't want to get into that story. Don't be the only person who listens. To this, not someone. Never mind. I won't get. Yeah, into that I'm cutting anything that you don't want to get into because that sounds real bad. <laughs> Uh, we will uh, we will see you next time everyone bye hey thanks for listening to the show if you enjoy what we do here at the non-essential workers podcast and you want to support us please check us out at patreon.com slash non-essential workers podcast or by clicking the link below for five bucks you get access to the patreon feed and twice that's right twice as many total episodes how many more i'll say it one more time for the back twice <laughs> Anyways, thanks, and see you next time. Holy shit. This one's going to need some chopping and screwing. Yeah, holy shit. You really cut my workout for me. Chopped and screwed.